Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Congratulations to Devontae Smith for winning the Heisman Trophy last night. Let's hope we get to see him play on Monday evening. That is your lead story for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Wednesday, January 6th. Certainly a lot going on today. I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody is doing well. Like I said, Devontae Smith winning the Heisman. But the next few days in college football will certainly be tense. As CFP officials yesterday said the national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State in Florida will be played Monday night, despite a report that the Ohio State Buckeyes are having COVID issues and possible player availability problems that could force the game to be delayed. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith issued a statement saying that they plan to play on January 11th. Now, what would happen if they can't play? The fallback is to move the game back one more week to Monday, January 18th, remain in Florida. There would be major logistical and operational issues, not just for the schools and the CFP, but also, of course, for ESPN. But we need to keep an eye on this story, certainly over the next 24, 48 hours. Also, COVID cases among NFL players reached a new high last week, and that could threaten this weekend's playoff games. Look at the Browns. The Browns are already down head coach Kevin Stefanski, two assistant coaches, two players that they cannot play in the franchise's first playoff game since January of 2003 because they have tested positive for COVID. And again, there is little room for error in the postseason schedule. So if there is a rash of COVID positive cases, it could impact the Browns. It could impact other teams. So again, these stories we have to keep an eye on over the next couple of days. A big night for WNBA players who actively campaigned against Atlanta Dream co-owner Kelly Loeffler as Loeffler lost her U.S. Senate runoff race in Georgia to Raphael Warnock last night. The Democrat Warnock was strongly endorsed by the WNBA's players and their support of him and activism against Loeffler really was a major story of this entire election year. Remember how the WNBA players wore Vote Warnock t-shirts this summer in Bradenton, Florida, and their return to play bubble environment. They really have been credited with raising Warnock's profile during this time. And last night, all that activism seemed to work as, again, Atlanta Dream co-owner Kelly Loeffler losing her Senate runoff race in Georgia to Raphael Warnock, who was strongly endorsed by WNBA players. Let's move to the NHL. We've talked how the NHL has done everything it can to try to generate revenue during a very revenue challenge season. Remember a couple of weeks ago, they had an agreement between the NHL and the NHLPA allowing teams to sell ad space on player helmets. That was a first time initiative. And you see the number of brands who have actively taken up that opportunity. Well, now the NHL has brought on four sponsors for the names of the new four divisions in its realigned schedule that will be used during this upcoming season. 
Now, the league said it is just for this season as they know that revenue will take a massive hit during COVID because no fans are, of course, in attendance in the venues. So the sponsors are Mass Mutual for the East Division, Bank for the North Division, Discover for the Central Division, and Honda for the West Division. Now, throughout social media yesterday, these moves were strongly criticized, but Let's realize the league is trying to generate any and as much revenue as possible. We've seen in the last seven to eight months that anything that could potentially be sponsorship inventory has been closely examined and many times brought to the marketplace. I also think that many of these changes may be long term. Now, the NHL, again, saying this is just for this season during the realigned schedules, but I'm not so sure. Who knows? These type of moves where sponsorship inventory is new, unique, different, and sometimes controversial could be here to stay. Let's move over to the PGA Tour because one company we have continually talked about is Whoop. Now, Whoop, of course, makes the fitness wearable devices. Well, the PGA Tour will announce today that Whoop has now become an official marketing partner of the tour, becoming the official fitness wearable of the tour and the PGA Tour champion circuit. Now, Whoop, which is based in Boston, founded by Will Ahmed, will also be a sponsor of PGA Tour Active, which is a new digital health, fitness, and lifestyle initiative. Now, this category, fitness wearables, is a new sponsorship category for the tour. So again, here we go back to new sponsorship inventory that leagues are creating. Now, this has been a huge year for Whoop, whose wearable fitness device has been very, very popular during COVID as it gives people's health and wellness metrics right away. And it comes after the tour last summer distributed a thousand of the Whoop monitoring bands to players, caddies, and other essential personnel at events. And then Whoop's deal with the PGA Tour comes after the company in October closed on $100 million in Series E financing. So Whoop is one of the hottest companies in this space, and this deal with the PGA Tour adds more validation to the company's efforts. Let's shift over to soccer. We've talked about how MLS is reopening its collective bargaining agreement with the Players Association. Players Association, very fearful that the league was going to ask for draconian cuts in salaries. Well, apparently that's not the case. Multiple reports late yesterday reported that MLS won't ask players to take another pay cut to offset the deep losses in gate revenue caused by the COVID pandemic. But they want a two-year extension to the collective bargaining agreement that was signed last summer, I believe in June. So that's from multiple reports. They said that offer was made yesterday to the Players Association. We'll see the response. But the early signs are that MLS just wants a longer CBA without any major cuts to player salaries. And let's end on two personnel news. Surprising news in the world of motorsports yesterday as NASCAR executive and chief marketing officer Jill Gregory will leave NASCAR to become the new executive vice president and general manager of Sonoma Raceway in California. Gregory will succeed Steve Page who announced his retirement last August. Now, Jill Gregory is very well regarded. As Chief Marketing and Content Officer at NASCAR, she has a lot of positions. She has a lot on her plate. She is known for her strong work ethic. She is known for her ability to just get jobs done. So this is a surprising departure, but it's a departure when you look at it, it makes sense. 
Joe Gregory is from California. She is from nearby Modesta. Her family is still out there. She grew up going to NASCAR races at Sonoma as a teenager. And again, family is a major draw here for her to return to California, run an entire speedway. But NASCAR will miss Jill Gregory because, again, she had a lot on her plate. She is responsible for a great deal. She was a trailblazing leader and, of course, one of the highest-ranking female executives in all of sports. So congratulations to Jill Gregory, who moves on from NASCAR to Sonoma and begin her new job in California on February 1st. And we're starting to see some of the NFL high-level personnel jobs be filled. One of the first ones, Nick Casario, goes to Houston. Now, after twice being blocked by the New England Patriots for interviewing for the Texans general manager job in the past three years, Casario has a deal in place to become the next general manager of the Houston Texans. This is according to multiple reports. Now, Nick Casario has been the Patriots director of player personnel and Bill Belichick's right-hand man since around 2008. He, again, is very highly regarded. Now, interestingly, there is a lot of intrigue between the Patriots and the Texans organization. Like I stated, the Texans had gone after Casario in the past. The Patriots blocked that move. Now Casario goes to the Texans, where, of course, there already is Jack Easterby, who is one of the more interesting figures and controversial figures, really, in all the NFL. Casario and Easterby are close. They work together in New England. Now they'll work together in Houston. So that's another personnel move to keep an eye on in the NFL. So that is your morning buzzcast for a very busy Wednesday, January 6th. Again, I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.